0: time it is. What time is it? It's time for Florida's number one sports podcast. It's time
1: Florida's number one sports podcast.
0: And that podcast goes by only one name.
1: That podcast,
0: one name, what is it? Balls.
1: sports podcast hey what's going on man that's right ladies and gentlemen welcome to ball sports podcast it is the podcast with balls about balls
0: it's a podcast with balls about balls hell yeah that was nice yeah (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. so we're gonna start this off first um by saying
0: happy birthday to dylan yes we're gonna
1: start by saying happy birthday to dylan dylan is not with us tonight we gave him a night off yeah he's out celebrating his birthday we wish we could be celebrating with him but you know duty calls you know, we got you know, to give you guys your, your weekly sports fix as uh, Nels and I will be out of town the rest of the weekend. Duty. Uh, which leads me to our next uh, comment. Prayers up to everybody um, in the panhandle and everybody being affected by Hurricane Michael. Um, Indeed. Hope everybody got out of Dodge and that, you know, damage is minimal to wherever you're at. Um, yeah. So prayers up. Uh that being said, Nels and I will be going to North Carolina tomorrow. Our LB's getting married on Friday. So we're looking forward to uh you know some some happiness after after a long couple of weeks. Yes. After yeah. a long couple of weeks, huh? Yeah, for sure. Um,
0: yeah, man, so what's popping? What's good, what's packing. What's packing? You
1: know, working and stuff, just ready ready. Everybody's working for the weekend. Beow, beow. About it? I'm with it. Yeah, man. Anyway, I'm with it. So, episode 57. 57.
0: What's up, 57?
1: <laughs> yeah. Do um, you have any? No, well. Oh, I'll give you a couple current ones. I have two. Two current ones or two all timers? All timers. Baseball player Francisco Rodriguez. Okay.
0: Um, He was nasty. He was a relief pitcher,
1: um, and Clay Matthews. Okay. 57. Clay Matthews Junior. Yeah, because the yes. current Clay Matthews is Clay Matthews. The, Clay Matthews the third. Correct. It's Clay Matthews.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, we got in the current NFL landscape Lorenzo Alexander nice. linebacker for the Bills, uh, C.J. Mosley linebacker for the Ravens, and Alex Okafor DN for the Saints. Nice. Um, a couple other all timers we had. Uh, Ricky Jackson, linebacker for New Orleans back in the day, and Bart Scott, linebacker for the Jets. Back in the day, I liked that. So that's all I could. You said Bart Scott?
0: Yeah, Bart Scott did wear fifty-seven. He was a good linebacker. Yes, annoying, but
1: good. He was good. Mm Hmm. All right, so we're gonna mosey on into. The dad joke of the week. That's exactly why I gave you the awkward silence. <laughs> I, oh, you're so cheesy! And boy, do I have a good one for you. Is it a dandy? Uh, yeah. You ready for it? Yes, sir. <laughs> so, I don't play soccer because I enjoy the sport. I'm just doing it for kicks. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get it? Because soccer, you kick the ball. So I'm just doing it for kicks.
0: (laughs) Bro, why are you always tickled by this,
1: bro? I don't understand. Oh, man. When I have a kid one day, they're going to appreciate these.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, oh, dad, that's so funny. Then they're going to get old and be like, that's trash, dad.
1: Oh, man, I can't wait to embarrass them in front of their friends. You kids want to hear a joke? Oh, it's going to be great. That's ridiculous.
0: I, I mean, that was better than the one you had a couple of weeks ago. Which one?
1: Um, there are so many. Um, <laughs> what I feel like was, the past couple were really good though. There was last one. week was the the mermaid one.
0: The or, seashells.
1: Yeah, that one was was trash. The week before was really funny though. What was the week before? Um, Do you want to hear a joke about construction? I'm still still working working on on it. it. (laughs) That's
0: That's a little clever. It was last week then. Last week was trash. I'm sorry, bro. I just got to keep it a butt with you. I got to keep it real with you. They all can't be winners. They don't dance. We just look like dancing to me.
1: Lip biting animal. Lip biting animal. That was your joke of the week.
0: Whatever. So we're going to move on to the U.F. C. The U A F A C A. The oofk
1: Oof. It sounds like a sound effect that you would oofka. make if, if you, you got made. hit. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. So um. So this past weekend was UFC two twenty nine. Uh, big Trash. card. There was actually a lot of good fights on the card. Trash. Um, a lot of good finishes to fights. Got, finishes were good. On, Knockouts. We got to see some blood. We got to see, you know, everything. But everyone was looking forward to the main event, which was uh, Khabib versus Conor McGregor. Uh, a lot of bad blood had been established over the past couple weeks, especially um, in press conferences with Conor talking about Khabib's dad and his religion, religion and his country, country. all, yep. that, all yep. that stuff. So it all kind of boiled over in the fight. There was a lot of talking during the fight. There was, you know, a lot of moments— Khabib had Connor pretty much in control of the whole fight, uh, except for one round, round three, yeah, which Connor got him off base by by getting his striking game going. But um, whenever Khabib would get him to the ground, it was just Connor couldn't do anything. Um, so that's it's kind of all she wrote, you know. Round four, uh, Khabib won with a rear naked chokehold, and that's when. Everything really started. uh That's when the melee happened. So, Khabib, Khabib. Apparently, what happened was Khabib said some things to Connor while Connor was still sitting down in the corner. And while he was yelling at Connor, Connor was telling him, I'm sorry, it was just business or whatever. Cause Conor's always, Conor's always been the kind of guy like when he loses, he's very gracious about it. He doesn't lose often, but what, like when he lost to Nate Diaz, he was very humble about it. Very gracious. When he lost to Floyd, very humble about it. Very gracious. Same thing with Khabib, very humble and very gracious about it. Um, so I will give him that. And with all his cockiness and arrogance and stuff, that is something about him. Um, so he was humble in defeat and he was like, you know, he's like, I'm sorry. It was just business. And, um, uh, Khabib wasn't playing that shit. Khabib then turned his attention to one of Connor's teammates out in the crowd, um, said some things through his mouthpiece, and then jumped over the cage, leaped into the crowd, and Connor's guys started jumping. Con- I mean, guys started jumping Connor's guys. Um, they were beating them up, and then as Connor realized what was going on, Connor went to climb out of the octagon to help his teammates when. Also, on the top of the octagon was one of Khabib's cornermen. So, Connor hit him. They both came back inside the octagon. And uh, and, in and you're putting like, hands on him for nothing. Yeah. So, that whole situation was crazy. Like, the crowd looked like they was about to riot. Um, one thing I mentioned there was this is the kind of shit that people get killed over. Especially when you bring countries into it, and especially hot tempered countries like Russia and Ireland. Like, they take that, that mob shit serious over there. So, um, I mean, I hope nothing like that comes from this, but like, that's a very dangerous situation. Um, Connor got paid his share of the money, but uh, they're withholding Khabib's for right now. Really? They figure out what they want to do. Yeah. So Connor's been paid. Khabib has not been paid yet, because Connor didn't do anything. Really. I mean, valid. But
0: I, I understand that it was all business. But that needs to be established in advanced I feel like there there is a line. Oh, and I, and I think there's something that that in certain essences, it is fair to say that with Khabib,
1: anyway and Connor kind of crossed the line of course of course but that doesn't make it okay for Khabib to jump out into a crowd no, of civilians absolutely not absolutely and not and put absolutely. other people in harm's way I think that's more the reason was because like it would have been one thing if he would have kept swinging on Connor after the fight but you then put other people in harm's way you know innocent people that are just there to watch the fight
0: enjoy it have a good time and right. here you are
1: so yeah you created a bigger situation um, that being said, I heard an interesting take on this other podcast I was listening to, where they said, "What if this was the plan all along for Khabib's people going into it? Like they knew off rip, win, lose or draw, they beat they they going at their heads. True, because imagine imagine how much worse it could have been." If Connor won. Like had Connor knocked Buddy out in the first round? It could have been it could have been worse. Think so? Maybe.
0: Here's another interesting perspective. What if it all was a setup
1: to get <laughs> why are you laughing up so serious? Bro, let me because you said a setup. The first thing I'm thinking of is like a match at WrestleMania. Yeah, it's a <laughs> setup, and there's oh a major
0: gosh. force in hand right now, and they just wanted to cash in on a prop bet because there was a prop bet saying that something was going to happen after the fight.
1: Yeah, I was watching. Um, there was a clip on the internet of the Joe Rogan podcast where Brendan Schaub was in there talking to him and they were talking about the fight and this was before the fight. It was like a week or two before the fight. Brendan was like, I wouldn't pay to go to that fight. And Joe was like, what do you What do you mean? He was like, I, don't, I wouldn't, I, I, I would not pay any amount of money to go to that fight. He's like, why? He was like, because I think it's it's deeply personal at this point and I think something's going to happen. Like he called it there. He's like, I think I think something is gonna happen before, during, or after the fight in in that crowd. He was like, I don't yeah. he's like, I don't like it. He's like, it's not it wouldn't be it's not a safe environment. He's like, I, I wouldn't pay to be there. And then sure enough. What an observation. Facts. So that was interesting, it made for at least an entertaining watch. It did towards the end because everybody
0: was like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit.
1: Yeah. Cause everybody was like, everybody's reaction. Because at first everybody was like, ah, damn, Connor, Connor lost. And then it was like, wait, what's going on? Mm-hmm. What is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was wild.
0: Yeah, Khabib fights bears. Yeah. He fights bears.
1: If he would have stood up with Connor though, Connor would have knocked his ass out.
0: And that's why he didn't. Yeah. Connor should have got some defense and put a little... Put a little dent in his plans. I
1: mean, he did he did good in the pre, like preventing him from taking him down, but the couple times he did, and he can't do anything from the ground. Yep. I mean, that's how he lost to Nate, and then they fought. It sure is. Submission, so. It's his weakness, man. It's all right. At least he knows in the ground game he can't get knocked out. True. That's what they always say. Yeah, you can submit me, but you ain't finna knock my ass out. True. You, ain't, you ain't trying to stand up and trade punches like a man.
0: Oh, here we go.
1: You want to wrestle and shit?
0: <laughs> Moving, Moving along on to the NCAA The NC Double A The Ngunil Um Gunil Mgun to come hang out a good little time. So this week was chock full of great games and upsets. Chock full of them.
1: Shout out to Texas making a huge jump up the rankings with that that upset win over Oklahoma. No one they saw did, that shit coming. They did. They they did that. They did that. They did. They did that. No, that they did. Sounds like you're stalling while you're pulling things up. They did. They did that. <laughs> Nah, that's
0: on while I'm pulling stuff up. Why would I do such a thing? I, um, before I even get into the scores, I got to give a big shout out to Florida Atlantic University Fighting Owls. Oh, we're
1: getting right into that. Boo!
0: Tune up the band.
1: <clears throat> I could be happy with this one, right? Yes. All right. I'm ready.
0: Florida Atlantic University beat the brakes off of Old Dominion University, fifty-two thirty-three, and by logic, since Old Dominion beat Virginia Tech, Florida Atlantic University, as of right now, is better than Virginia Tech. If <laughs> you're and that's all I need to say, because the. Fighting Owls are on the prowl. Go F-A-U. Boom, 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 clap, clap, F-A-U. Woo! That's what I'm talking about. All right. Yeah, we're better than Virginia Tech, baby. Suck that. Yeah. Duh. Yeah, so let's get right into it. Um. <laughs> Yeah, man. There was a lot of good games. Um, Instead of me going through the rankings, I just wanted to highlight some of the games that I found exciting. Cool. Um, And we still got to talk about the upsets. It was a lot of upsets. This is a fact that the most upsets in the college football year take place during the first week of October. Is that real? Yes. Look it up. It's a fact. No, I believe you. So, anyway, if you look at this week, for example, Texas... Upset Oklahoma. Iowa State upset Oklahoma State. Facts. Texas A&M upset the University of Kentucky. Okay. Mississippi State beat Auburn. Okay. Florida beat your beloved LSU. Dang, man. That hurt. And Northwestern beat Michigan State. That's six upsets in the top 25. It's Six. Oh, I'm lying. I forgot the seventh one. Utah beat Stanford. Oh yeah. I mean, beat the brakes off. They it. they muddied them. But Stanford was missing Bryce Love, oh. a Heisman candidate. Which I, I mean, at the end of the day, you're supposed to be this perennial powerhouse. You should have found a way to make it work. But anyway, those upsets were huge. Um, huge. I've got a
1: huge. My favorite huge.
0: upset was uh, Texas versus Oklahoma. That was my favorite one to watch great game. I mean, it was a fantastic game from start to finish. Um 48-45 on a field goal last second. I mean, you can't ask much better when it comes to college football. That's ladies true. and gentlemen, um, I mean, Iowa State is is really putting up some fight. Like they they've, they've done well. Yeah. They've been doing well uh, as far as who they've played so far. Um they only lost by ten to Oklahoma, and lost by three to TCU. Sorry.
1: So they've been they've been they're a tough team to beat, man. TCU just disappeared from the rankings altogether. Yeah, yeah. TCU folded pretty hard. That's crazy. Yeah, they folded pretty hard.
0: Um, what game did you what game did you enjoy watching, bro?
1: No, I agree. The Texas Oklahoma was the best one. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the Florida LSU game though. Yeah. Even though I was disappointed with the outcome. But it was a good game. I thought it was a good game. Also,
0: um, University of Kentucky just couldn't get the ball rolling against Texas A and M. Texas A and M dominated, not dominated, but they they effectively won on every facet of the ball. Yeah. Um, and and it showed. FSU came very close to beating the University of Miami. Ooh, what a game that was! They came back. They scored three straight touchdowns mm-hmm. in the uh, in the second half. Because. Um, FSU was up 27-7, ended up losing 28-7, which shows me a couple of things. Number one, those y'all who said Willie Taggart can't coach, not true. He had a hell of a game plan. Right. And it was followed through, and it was obviously successful. It's just you can't keep up with the athletes and and, uh, and just the talent that the University of Miami had to offer. But, I mean, beyond that, it was a great game by Florida State nonetheless. Um, UCF beat SMU, that's nothing new. Wisconsin beat Nebraska, that's nothing new. Georgia beat Vandy, nothing new. Washington beating UCLA by only seven. Now, that would have been interesting because UCLA doesn't have a win. Washington almost took that. Colorado beat Arizona State. Clemson went ham on Wake Forest.
1: They sure did.
0: They went ham on Wake Forest,
1: 63-3. Disrespectful. 63-3. I three. still think there should be a mercy rule in college. Really? Yeah. Why so? Because it's just a waste of everybody's time at that point. Yeah, I, I can see
0: that. They rush for like three hundred yards. I mean, and I s- guess six
1: touchdowns. I mean, I know one reason why they never will is because that's some player's only chance of getting some kind of shine and being able to get any kind of national spotlight. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, as far as like just from entertainment value, like I'm good. This is true.
0: Before I get into anything else I did want to mention. I did want to mention that Georgia Tech beat Louisville 66 to 31.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: that's not what I want for people to know.
1: What do you want them to know, LB?
0: The yellow jackets of the Georgia Institute of Technology mm-hmm. ran for 542 yards. Yeah. 542 yards. It wasn't it like eight touchdowns or something like that? Yes. Are you ready for the craziest part?
1: Yes. That's the
0: third best in their school's history. The third best? The third best. She's in rice. Now, here's what's crazier about
1: it. I don't know if I could take much more crazy. Right, you're going to have to take all of this crazy, big dog. Pause. Wow.
0: Starting quarterback? Well, the quarterbacks in general threw Twice. One completion out of two attempts for 12 yards. Mm -hmm. Outside of that, the rushing totals, 23 attempts for 175 and two touchdowns. That's the starting quarterback. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Backup quarterback comes and relieves him. Eight attempts for 103 yards and two touchdowns. Then the running backs, 78 yards, 58 yards, 41 yards, 29 yards, 28 yards, 27 yards, and three yards.
1: get this work.
0: Man, that is a crazy game. That is a crazy, I just felt like it was something note, I mean it was something worth noting.
1: For sure, no, that, that shit's crazy. Those are crazy stats. That's 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 just amazing.
0: Five, house 542, the third best in your school's history. That's wild. No, that do make no dang sense. So, I mean, all in all, man, I think these upsets definitely are keeping things interesting mm-hmm. because, at least from my perspective, I thought that the college football landscape was uh was being like settled. Like, all right, it's coming to fruition. Yeah. These teams are coming to the top. The cream is the cream is rising to the top. The cream the crop. Yeah. yeah. Dig it dig it.
1: No, uh, I I I agree. And it definitely needed a, a shake up. So I haven't even and I wait wanted to wait till today. Okay. I
0: I wanted to look at the rankings, okay, and see how differently it looks and uh kind of go from there. Um let's see what we have. Top 10. Oh, wow. Yep. Oh, oh wow. Yep. No, top 25. That Starting at 25 We have newcomers Cincinnati Cincinnati, Cincinnati Welcome Welcome to the Ooh, Cincinnati Yay. Mississippi State's 24 South Florida's 23 Texas A&M 22 Auburn 21 NC State 20 That's where we're going to be going this weekend Raleigh North Carolina Hell yeah 19 Colorado 18 Kentucky 17 is Oregon 16 is Miami Of Florida 15 is Wisconsin. I feel like Miami lost some rankings because of how close they were with uh, Florida State. I think so.
1: Which makes sense.
0: Yeah. 15, Wisconsin. 14, Florida. 13, LSU. 12, Michigan. 11, Oklahoma. 10, UCF. 9, Texas. 8, Penn State. 7, Washington. 6, West Virginia. 5, Notre Dame. 4, Clemson. 3, Ohio State. 2, Georgia. And number one, Alabama.
1: Bama, Shocker. The cupcake beaters of the world. Shocker. Of the world. They might as well just get a full season bye and just chill. Bro, what if they want some cupcakes? That's ridiculous. You're ridiculous. You're ridiculous.
0: Prove it. <laughs> they beat Arkansas 65-31. Yeah, that's,
1: that's fine. Oh, my
0: gosh. I don't think Tua played the second half again. Why
1: did he just need to? That's that's
0: crazy. That's crazy. So that brings me to the next thing where we're talking about Heismans. And we know that uh, Tua right now is number one in the Heisman watch. Right. However, I got to ask you a question because I really want to see what you have to say about this. Okay. Tua, because of how they play and what they what they've been able to accomplish with him at the helm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he doesn't technically have a Heisman moment yet and might not have a Heisman moment. Do you think that matters?
1: Um, I don't think it should. Um, but that wasn't your question. Um, that's tough, man. That's, that's tough. Because I know what they want to see. You know, as far as that goes, but I mean, you I mean, you just can't deny the gameplay and the talent. Like it's, I feel like you have to kind of account for that yeah, when it comes to this. Yeah, he's
0: thing. definitely good for sure. He's definitely good. Um, to kind of round it out for everybody, um, Kyler Murray's in second right now, um, according to USA Today. Dwayne Haskins is number three. Will Greer, number four. Trace McSorley rounds off the top five. However, in the top eight, we have two non-quarterbacks, LaVisca Chenault from Colorado. He's a sophomore wide receiver. And Jonathan Taylor, um, running back from Wisconsin. They're also in that bottom three, along with Mackenzie Milton, who's the quarterback for Central Florida, UCF. Um, I mean, I am, I am definitely in agree. I can agree with that. Uh... With that list so far, I can. Um, A lot of people are probably going to ask why Dwayne Haskins isn't in front of uh, Kyler Murray. And and that's a great argument to have. Dwayne Haskins has been balling his ass off. He
1: really has.
0: And, um, you know, however, I think they both have the same record. Right. Um, Kyler Murray, I know, is a running quarterback, which is going to help him in the long run. Um, But uh, beyond that, I, I still think the list is fair. Yeah. I think you can in, in any list you can kind of flip flop Kyler and um, and Haskins. I think you can flip flop them, but I mean I'm not in complete disagreement with either or. I feel you, yes, sir. So that is it as far as the Heisman watch. Now I know this is my segment, but you got something on here that says no, under I actually to the radar. Talk about this. Oh, the yeah, basketball th- thing? Yes.
1: Okay, okay. So I know this isn't football, but yeah, okay, okay, just because okay. it's NCAA related. I kinda wanna That makes be-
0: sense. So there is a basketball player right now. Um let me get his name for you guys. Um and uh essentially while I'm trying to get his name, he was an ex-Louisville commit. Um his name was Brian Bowen Jr. And um he's his nickname is Tugs. Game. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah, his nickname is Tugs. Tugs. Game. But his dad, yeah, his dad took the stand in That's a corruption right. trial. That's really funny. And essentially, it was agreed for Adidas to pay him a hundred thousand dollars for his son to attend the University of Louisville. That's crazy because no one's talking about this. No, they're not going to. And apparently this uh, this trial or this, uh, what do they call those things? Uh, and when is that a trial? A hearing? Not a hearing, a deposition. A deposition, okay. It could be a deposition. I don't know if it's a hearing, a trial, or a deposition, but I know for sure that they're uncovering a lot. And there's rookies in the NBA now that were getting paid while they were at their respective schools, like uh, Aiton. What? Aiton, who plays for... Who does he play for? Does he play for the Suns? He's from the University of Arizona. He uh, he was getting paid. He was getting paid, and these guys were, were getting cash. Damn, damn, damn. DeAndre Aiton. Ex-Adidas consultant... TJ Gasinola testified Wednesday that he made payments to relatives of five players, including the family of DeAndre Ayton, the number one pick Ooh. in June's NBA draft by the Phoenix Suns. That's no bueno. So it seems like it's Adidas. It's Adidas more than anything. Damn, Adidas is out here taking L's, Bill. Yeah, pretty much. They paid, they paid they paid twenty five thousand dollars to the family of Brian Bowen Jr. for their son to play and for their Adidas sponsored Michigan Mustangs grassroots program. Twenty five thousand dollars, and then he sent seven thousand in cash in a magazine, and then the and then the Adidas executives. So, what took would, that care so the rest would that be so would that
1: be called fraud? as fraud. Or uh, corruption. Corruption. Yeah, more corruption yeah. than anything. Yeah. Like.
0: There's they're talking about one hundred and ten thousand dollars in payments. That's wild. Forty thousand dollars in payments, and and I mean essentially they're they're kind of like pimping their kids. Yeah, a little bit. Like, what? How much can you pay for me for my kid?
1: That's crazy, man. Wild shit. Yeah, I, want, I just wanted to bring that up because yeah. nobody's talking about it. I mean, it. essentially,
0: I mean, Adi- what I'm getting from all of this, the bottom line, the story is, is Adidas is paying amateurs to go play amateur sports at the location of their choosing. If you are asking themselves, why Louisville, why Louisville, why Louisville? Louisville is one of the premier college basketball programs in the country. Right. And on top of all that, it is also an Adidas school. Facts. So that's very important for you guys. To know that. So, yeah, man, that's that's the way to cook your crumbles on that one, bro. I feel you. Yeah. So, we'll keep you guys posted as more details come out, of course. But I think it is time for us to go to the picks. All right.
1: So, it's time for the week seven picks of the NCAA the season. The NCAA. We already did it. Burn. We already did it. Okay. So, um, just to... Update everybody on the current standings. Uh, last week, um, we all went eleven and eight, so there was no movement as far as rankings go. But our current records sit at Nels. You and I are tied at ninety four and twenty nine. Nice. Uh, Dylan is at ninety one and thirty two. Nice. So we'll start things off. Um, and Dylan already gave me his picks, so I'll read off his picks as well. Okay. Um, we have. Number twenty three USF five and zero at Tulsa one and four. Dylan went USF. I'm going USF.
0: I'm also going with the University of South Florida Bulls.
1: All right, we have number twenty two Texas A and M four and two at South Carolina three and two.
0: I'm going with Texas Agricultural and Mechanical University.
1: So did Dylan. Located so I- in College Station, Texas. Uh, we have Tennessee two and three at number twenty one Auburn four and two. Dylan went Auburn. I'm going Auburn. I'm also going with Auburn University. Okay. Located number in nineteen Auburn, Alabama. Number nineteen Colorado five and zero at USC three and two. Dylan went Colorado. I think I'm gonna also go to the University of Colorado located in Boulder,
0: Colorado.
1: You're really annoying. I'm going Colorado too. Uh, number seven Washington. Five and one at number 17, Oregon, four and one. Dylan went Oregon with the upset at home. What is it again?
0: Read that for me. Honey. Number
1: seven, Washington at number 17, Oregon. Washington's five and one. Oregon's four and
0: one. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to have to go with upset city. Clap, 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 clap. And I'm also going to go for the University of Oregon.
1: Cool, I'm going Washington, bro.
0: What the what the French toast,
1: bro? Sorry, We oh, all can't have the same picks.
0: What oh well, the University of Oregon is located in
1: Eugene, Oregon. God, no one cares. Um, number sixteen, Miami, five and one at the University of Virginia, three and two.
0: Upset alert, but I'm going to go with the University of Miami, located in Coral Gables, Florida. Even though I mean the, technically that's a part of Miami,
1: but it's really okay. coral gables. Yep, I'm going with the U as well. All right, great. All right. Number fifteen You're gonna w- let me be great. Number fifteen, Wisconsin, four and one. At number twelve, Michigan, five and one. Dylan took Wisconsin with the upset. I can get
0: you a mansion somewhere in Wisconsin. I'm going with Wisconsin also upset alert, baby. All right, I'm going Michigan. University of Wisconsin located in Madison. Wisconsin,
1: it's the actually, It's actually going to be at Michigan. So I know it's going to be at Michigan, but oh, okay. Uh, number fourteen, Florida, five and one at Vanderbilt, three and three. Dylan went Florida. I'm going Florida as well.
0: I'm going to also go for the University of Florida Gators, located in Gainesville, Florida.
1: Cool story, bro. You're a cool story, uh, bro. Number two, Georgia, six and zero at number thirteen, LSU, five and one. Dylan went Georgia. This is a really big game for both sides. I'm going for LSU.
0: Of course you are. Um, I feel like it's going to be a good bounce back game. But I'm going to have to go to the University of Georgia Bulldogs. I believe they're located in Athens, Georgia.
1: Nice. Um okay. So number 10, UCF 5 and 0 at Memphis 4 and 2. Dylan went UCF. I'm gonna
0: go to I'm gonna go with the University of Central Florida Golden Knights, located in Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. And that is also the place where the love of my life, my fiance, Crystal uh, Muckle,
1: currently gosh. lives. Gosh, puke. Alright. She's so awesome. I'm going UCF as well. Oost Oost. Oops. oops, oops, All right. All uh, right, we got Baylor four and two at number nine, Texas, five and one. Dylan went Texas. I'm going Texas. I'm going to also go to
0: the University of Texas. Where in Texas is it? Oh, located in Austin, Texas. Oh, boy, I almost lost that one, but I almost folded. Are you fold these. Okay. Speaking of these, let me see some of those nuts, bro. Nope. You want to see these nuts? Yeah, I sure do. Here, can you grab them? Yep, I got them right here in my hand. Speaking of nuts, shout out to Planters. They're honey. They're roasted. They're nuts. Planters. Cut us a check, Planters. Cut us a fucking check. Sick of this. Bullshit.
1: Gosh. Bullshit. Mmm.
0: All right. Delicious.
1: Mmm. So. <laughs> you, you ready?
0: Yep, just eating some nuts over here.
1: Okay. Uh, mm. Michigan State, three and two at number eight, Penn State. I might have to go Penn State. Dylan went Penn State as well. I'm going Penn State. Also. Happy Valley. Number six, West Virginia, 5 and 0 oh, at Iowa State, 2 and 3. Uh, Dylan went West Virginia. I'm going West Virginia as well. Outset alert.
0: Am going West Virginia also? Bet. Located in Morgantown, West Virginia.
1: Bet. But the game's in Iowa State. That's mine. Okay. We have Pitt, 3-3, three three, at number 5, Notre Dame, 6-0. I'm going Notre Dame. Dylan went Notre Dame. I'm also going to go Notre Dame, but not. Of course. Um, we have Minnesota, 3-2, at number 3, Ohio State, 6-0. I'm going Ohio State. Dylan went Ohio State. Ohio State. Okay. And then finally, Missouri, 3-2, at number 1, Alabama. Alabama. Dylan, Alabama. Okay. Oh, and another thing. Mm. I didn't realize until it was already Saturday, Mm. and the game was already over. Mm. We never went back and picked for the Boston College-NC State game. Damn it. Yeah. So, yeah, because y'all wanted to table it and come back to it. Who won? NC State. That's what I would have picked. Cool. Doesn't matter. Hey, don't be a dick face. So, moving right along, let's talk some wrestling. The W, come.
0: W, E, the w- w- Err,
1: the W, not W, yourself. I the not bro. All right. So uh just briefly I'm gonna go through the results of the pay-per-view uh that took place in Australia. Um first uh New Day successfully retained their SmackDown tag titles against the bar. Um let's see. Becky Lynch retained her title against Charlotte Flair. Nice. Uh it was a good match. Um Bobby Lashley and John Cena obviously beat Kevin Owens and Elias. Ops. Was it even close? No. Um, it wasn't even an entertaining match.
0: Oh, that sucks.
1: Yeah, John Cena grew his hair out. He looks weird.
0: Grew his hair out?
1: Yeah. Like.
0: Like movie star grew hair out?
1: Like. Long hair Buddha grew out. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, if it looks like a dad.
1: Yeah. Ew. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oscar Naomi versus the Iconics. The Iconics won in Australia, as we figured they would, because um, they're Australian. Uh, WWE Championship match: AJ Styles retained over Samoa Joe again. Yep, made Samoa Joe tap out. Great match, though. Um. However. Um, What was not a great match, Ronda Rousey and the Bella Twins versus the Riot Squad.
0: It was bad?
1: Yes, except for when Rousey was in the ring. You have to suffer through like 20 minutes of the Bellas wrestling. Um, The Bellas then turned on Rousey on Monday Night Raw. Really? Yeah. So we get to enjoy that for the next couple months.
0: That's all stupid.
1: Yep. Um, Match of the night. Cruiserweight Championship match. Cedric uh, Alexander dropped his title to Buddy Murphy, who is from Australia. Amazing match. Yeah. So good. Like, if there's one match, I'd tell I like, recommend to go back and look from that event. It's this match. Awesome. Nice. Like, nonstop, pedal to the metal. Like, it was a good fucking match. Um, and then we had The Shield. They... Beat Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre. Go figure.
0: Oh, my gosh. Shock, shock, amaze, amaze. Yeah. and
1: Dean didn't turn on them. However, they continue to plant the seeds that he may eventually. Um, the most disappointing match of the night, Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. Daniel Bryan won in two minutes, like literally two minutes. He rolled up The Miz, and that was the end of the match, and the crowd was sitting there like, what the fuck?
0: Why did they do that to fuck with the crowd?
1: Yep. Um, probably because they needed more time for the last time ever, except not really the undertaker versus triple H. Uh, the match was okay for one old guy who's still pretty decent. And another old guy who is the undertaker. Um, yeah, it was. It, was it just it sounds was. like a whole lot of butt. Yeah, and the last minute, Triple H made the match a no-DQ match, so we got to see all the spots with chairs and a sludge hammer. He and made it a no-DQ as so he stopped the fight and was like, it's now no-DQ No, DQ no it was like right before the match started, they announced it. And, like, Shawn Michaels was in Triple H's corner. Kane was in Undertaker's corner. Kane was useless. Shawn Michaels was getting involved throughout the whole match, and, like, Kane was just standing there, like, not doing anything. It was like, why are you even here? Go back to being mayor of Knox County. Um, ha! Knox. And then at the end of the match, Kane and uh, Triple H won, beat The Undertaker, because of course, Triple H has to put himself over. Um, but at the end, Undertaker and Kane held up Shawn Michaels and Triple H's hands and then tombstone them, chokeslam them, whatever. So it's not really the last time ever because at crown jewel their next pay-per-view event in saudi arabia it's going to be a tag match brothers of destruction versus degeneration x
0: oh my god yep
1: so we get to witness that for another main event nope you yep. can miss me with it so that's what we got that's what we're stuck with that's what's happening in the world of wwe so let's um let's go on to baseball there's a lot of good things happening there in the mold Yep. The MLB? Yep. The
0: M-A-L-A-B. Yep. Well, of course, there's always good things going on in Major League Baseball when the Red Sox beat the Yankees. Football football Booyah! To all you Yankee fans who thought that we were going to be crying, it ain't us crying. It's y'all crying. Y'all crying. Hear that? Shh, 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 shh. Listen, shh. You can hear a Yankee fan crying right now. You hear that? Oh, yeah, that's a great sound. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, we pretty much got through the wild card. We've gotten through the ALDS,
1: right? I'm very happy to see that uh, Boston won that first series against the uh – against the yankees man yeah that was big for you guys yeah we and did. y'all and y'all whooped their ass we too. did like we, whooped, we spanked that whoa. ass wasn't one of the game the second uh y'all second win wasn't that like 16 to 1 or something like 16 that 16 to 1 that was Woo! game uh three that was three. game three yes yeah we whooped that ass see i'm paying attention
0: we spanked that thing right now boy we put that thing in. all right
1: that's enough that's enough of that
0: mm. yeah so anyway um so, like we said, the wild card was already determined. And so we had the Indians versus the Astros, Rocker, Rockies against the Brewers, Yankees against the Red Sox, and the Braves against the Dodgers. Out of those series, um, the Brewers, the Dodgers, the Astros, and the Red Sox ended up winning. Boston by a count of 3-1, to one, Dodgers by a count of 3-1, to one, and the uh the Astros, did I say Astros? Not Astros, I'm sorry. Um the Brewers ended up winning three-O. And um Yeah, the Astros. Astros um also ended up winning 3-0. So yeah, two sweeps, two three ones. So I mean essentially they weren't close. Yeah. Um, I will say that the deciding game for the series for the Red Sox was closer than it needed to be, I think so it 4-3 or 5-4 or something like that. Yeah. Um, so now it sets us to the league championship series where in the American League you got the Dodgers against the Brewers and you got the Astros against the Red Sox. you was the defending champs, right? The defending champs, and they look better than ever. Mm. They look better than ever. They're a formidable team. What do you want to think your guys' chances are? Like, percentage-wise? 60. 60 to 65. The lowest, I'll say, is 55. I don't think it's 50-50. Um, so I, I think
1: y'all are favorites to win that.
0: Yeah, I think the Red Sox is the type of team, they beat themselves. Okay. So, that's why I'm like, the chances are pretty good because... So, if they show
1: up. <sighs> okay.
0: And their manager, Alex core is doing a phenomenal job as far as, like, how he's been doing his rotations how he's been doing his substitutions, what hitter to put in at what time, and he's been doing real situational um situational managing right for the Red sox, so he's doing good on the other side the Brewers against the Dodgers, everybody's got the Dodgers moving forward, but I'm like not so fast, my friend, the Brewers are pretty good also they're they're pretty good also they they are I'm gonna say they're. A lot closer to a complete team than people may think. They have good pitching. They have a good bullpen. They got hitters. They got guys who get in for average. They got guys who get in for power. They got guys who got speed. So it's it's one of those teams where they can hurt you a variety of different ways. And because of the way that they're set up, they'll never really be out of a game. So it's going to be interesting to see those two league championship games coming up this week. So... That's the playoff update, big dog. Nice. Gigantic canine. All
1: right. Well, you know what? Let's talk some professional football.
0: The NFL. The N-A-F-A-L-A. Oh, I'm sorry. Bless you. Yeah, bro. You got it all out? I don't know. Niffle.
1: That's whatever. (laughs) All right, so, see, yeah. it's gone, it's gone, it's gone. You make me sick. Yeah, uh, make me sick. All right, so week five is in the books. Um, we're starting to get a real glance of who some of these teams are. Um, you know, the pretenders and those that are out here. Out here. Um, as far as surprises, there weren't really too many um, from this week. Uh, the Chiefs put a hurtin' on the Jaguars, um...
0: That shocked me. I didn't think it was gonna be that much of a blowout.
1: Yeah, I I think from, just from watching my take on it, obviously, Blake Bortles was a liability during the game. I mean, he threw a lot of, he threw a few picks, and most of his throws looked like he was throwing a helicopter, um... You know, like the ball was just like spinning donut, so oh, which led to a lot of the receivers dropping it because it was raining and stuff. So if you're throwing, you know, little duck lobs up in the air, I mean, it's gonna happen. It's gonna get picked. And throwing it into the back of your offensive lineman helmet, it's it's trash. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, and and the defense, I think they schemed the defense this week. Underestimating their own team's abilities, like they didn't play how the Jaguars normally play. Normally, they're very much like an attacking defense. I think they tried to play it safe and not allow them to take a big. And that and it opened constantly. doors. Yep. Like
0: Stefan Gilmore has been talking trash about Ramsey. hmm
1: Because mm-hmm. Ramsey usually will stick whoever he's on or whatever, and you know it's never usually an issue, but. They had them playing, like, soft zones and stuff. and Because they were concerned
0: about the speed, maybe?
1: Yeah, probably. Those guys are fast. All of them are fast. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of understandable. Um, the Browns, in their first five games, have had every possible finish to a football game. They've won a game in regulation. They've lost a game in regulation. They've won a game in overtime. They've lost a game in overtime. And they've tied a game. How does that make you feel? I think it's pretty fucking interesting. First five weeks, you have all five possible finishes.
0: Somebody's doing something right over there.
1: Something's happening, that's for sure. Um, the Panthers beat the Giants on a, you know, game-winning field goal from Graham Gano. Um, Wasn't
0: it like sixty-three yards?
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a long one. Um, and we'll talk about the Giants here in a couple minutes. So I don't want to spend too much time. The Dolphins showed their true colors by blowing a 17-point lead um, and getting scored on
0: to they, make the they,
1: final score 27-17.
0: They just have the worst luck. They're trash. Their whole, their, whole left, their whole left side of the offensive line is hurt. They're trash. So the Bengals saw that and was like, oh, word. Somebody's injured. All right, overload this side. Blitz! So, yeah, the offense is, is, in, a, is in a quite peculiar situation.
1: Trash. Um, and once again, the Cowboys fell short. Folded. Yep, that's that's the best way I could put it. Um, Dak didn't have a great game. Ezekiel Elliott was not existent. He had 20 carries for 54 yards. Um, yeah, they just they they didn't show up. Um, would they play again? They played the Texans.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And they're not even in elite defense.
1: No. They have a a decent front, you know, core there, but their secondary is nothing. To write home about? Right. Exactly. Um, However, one thing I do want to highlight, Drew Brees. Round of applause for Drew Brees. He's officially the all-time leading passer. Um, He passed Peyton Manning, and he's currently sitting at 72,103 yards. Um, in his career, uh, which will obviously, he'll increase that as the year goes on. but
0: 72,000 yards. What an
1: accomplishment. And honestly, very much under the radar. You know,
0: he's got all of these records, and he's not once won an NFL MVP.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think the year that he was in, in the most contention, I think someone else was, like, balling crazy. I believe so I forget who won it that year Let's take a look It's in a book Reading Rainbow Reading Rainbow Cause I think Because wasn't it the year Like five people had Like over 5,000 yards passing Yeah I think I, was, like, so. I think it was like him Stafford Andrew Luck uh, Peyton Manning Peyton Manning and That was the year
0: else. When he had 5,000 yards passing 5,476 I think so and, Like 46 touchdowns Yes
1: That was 2011. Yeah. I think that was the year he got closest to it. Let's see. I don't know who won that. Who, yeah, who won that year? The
0: MVP that year was. Well, Drew Brees won Offensive Player of the Year. Right. But the MVP went to. Why
1: can't I find it? Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was Aaron Rodgers, Stafford, Brees. Luck and I think it might have been Peyton. It might not have been Peyton, though. I don't know who that fifth person was.
0: Yeah, he had, had 4,600 yards passing, 45 touchdowns, and six picks. Yeah. How's Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers had a good year, too. Uh-huh. I just feel like it's crazy to me how you can be a consistent performer like that and not have the major hardware, which is then the MVP award. He's a Super Bowl MVP. He's won a Super Bowl. And, and Honestly, he's a
1: great guy, too. Walter Payton Man of the Year. Yeah. like Offensive Player of the Year. And I thought it was dope what he said to his kids when he went over to the sideline, saying, you know, this right here proves that, you know, you can accomplish anything you want with hard work and with stuff. With hard work. Great. And that's a great message to send to your kids, too. And the fact that they could see that. Yeah. You know, absolutely. That's an amazing reaction, thing. Like, yeah. like that. see all of this? All of these people, Jane, Like, it's hard work. Yeah, it's really And the good. fans knew that. You saw there was fans crying. Like that man, like that man is New Orleans.
0: I mean, to be honest with you, he was he was casted out, like uh, damaged goods, by the Dolphins because yep. that's where he wanted to go originally. And the Chargers,
1: and the Chargers. Yep. So come on, man, yeah, it is hard work. Yeah. I cry too. Yeah, was, it, it, was, hard work it was a beautiful moment. Uh, so shout out to him. Um, now, I did want to go back to the Giants. Um, Odell was is under a little bit of fire. Um, because he had an interview with Lil Wayne. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. Yeah. Where he talked about the Giants have pretty much been weak as far as quarterback play goes. As far as scheme... Play calling. Play calling yep. goes. <clears throat> yep. He wasn't lying about anything he said. I mean, that was... I agree with pretty much everything he said. Um, but he probably shouldn't have said it. Uh, not in that
0: public realm. Not, yeah, in, that, not in that kind of I atmosphere.
1: feel like that's something that's for the locker room. Yeah. Um, to be had. But, you know, this day and age, this new way of going about business and stuff with social media and everything like that it might not be the norm right this is the wave now yeah and and teams kind of I guess have to get used to that your players have personalities and they're going to express what they what they feel yeah Um, I agree so it's kind of it's kind of a tough situation Uh, Eli doesn't make this any easier on himself though because he doesn't really speak to the media he kind of he's not really accountable for what he's done. I mean, it's, he's kind of recluse and it shows, I mean, we saw Sunday that Odell's not the only one who feels that way. You saw Sterling Shepard after Eli threw an interception, punching the bench and stuff like out of frustration. Guys it, are it's getting not, open. It's like, you know, it wasn't just that situation to make him go punch a bench like that. Like that's, he's been frustrated these first few weeks. Cause I'm sure it's been multiple times where he's been wide open, and it's just not happening. So
0: Odell might have just been like, I'm going to put the team on my back, and I'm going to just address all y'all concerns. Someone's got
1: to be the bad guy. He's okay with it. He's used to it at this point. Very okay shit. with it. Shit. He was on the boat last year. Or not last year. Two Was that two years ago? Two just years months. ago. Yeah, he was on the boat two years ago, and he got shit for that. This past offseason, that video came out of him in Europe with like cocaine with the woman and cocaine on the bed and stuff like that from a couple years ago and I was like you know he's he's used to it at this point I mean he shows up does what he got does what he has to do but the giants need to make Odell Beckham Jr their focal point of this team yeah, you nice. got to stop you got to stop trying to cater to what Eli Manning is doing Eli Manning has to start doing stuff for the team at this point if he's going to be a part of it you can't put all these pieces around him and and like they got rid of Eric uh, Flowers, and they think that's going to change everything, and it's not. That that's not the only bad seed you have going. I mean, Eli, you have a glaring weakness at quarterback. I would take Blake Bortles over Eli Manning right now. I agree. I agree. Eli Manning is not doing.
0: He's just not doing what he's got to do right at now. All. He's, he, he looks terrified out there. I
1: think he's old. Yeah. Well, then he should have retired last year when they benched him. Yeah. Well, I don't understand. Why come back?
0: It's in his heart. It's in ridiculous. the heart of every football player is a heart that yeah, wants well, to play
1: football. He needs to hang it up. Um, yeah, I don't really know what else to say. But I think you've covered it all. Okay. Um, nice rant. Well, that being said, you know – we have quite a few bad teams so far this year. What coaches do you think are metaphorically speaking on the hot seat though?
0: Hugh Jackson.
1: Hugh Jackson with the Browns? Yes. Like if he doesn't what do you what are you thinking would save what kind of record are you thinking would save his job? Right now? Yeah.
0: Hugh Jackson's gonna have to go like nine
1: six and one. Okay. Nine, six, and one. So you're okay with them missing the playoffs. You would keep the job and miss the play as long as you have to wait. You want to have a winning as, record. As
0: long as you've been competitive and you're in the playoff hunt, then you are doing exponentially better than what you were doing the year before. Okay. But the thing about it is, is all those things, even though it's exponentially better, um, they haven't done it. Right. It's been a while since the Browns have been competitive. So... I think if you're doing that much progress, keep them and see where the program goes. I agree. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, I also think uh, –
1: You think the Atlanta head coach?
0: I was just about to say Atlanta's head coach. I think he's is, yep.
1: he's about to clear it soon. Um, honestly, Todd Bowles in New York, it's been speculated for a while he's been supposed to lose his job. If the Jets don't at least produce something decent this year. It's safe to say he's gone.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it's just a lot of different. It's just a, for for the Falcons anyway. It's just a mixture of a whole bunch of situations that mm-hmm. just isn't working right now. Right. Um, so yeah, they're they're on a hot seat, but because of I don't know, because of outside situations, insinuating circumstances. I think he's still going to keep his job. I feel you. I think he's still
1: going to keep his job. I think Bill O'Brien needs to go from Houston.
0: You think so? Oh, he's he's about awful, right, man. man.
1: Like, his play calling is idiotic. I, I just... I, I guess he's a decent enough guy, but I... As a head coach, I just don't... What has he done with them? You want more. What has he done with them?
0: He's won a couple of divisional championships.
1: Yay. <laughs> Like... Don't be that guy. Come on. Like, you have a talented team. That's true. You got to do something with them. That's true. You're about to have had J.J. Watt his whole career, and you have nothing to show for it.
0: And he's hurt all the time.
1: Yeah. Um, One coach who I think is on a hot seat, uh, at least with fans, is John Gruden. Okay. So, I don't think he's in any danger of losing his job, but the fan base... As yeah. rabid as they are, he's got to produce something with all of these decisions he's been making. They're
0: getting sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yep.
1: Yeah. So, he needs to uh, get his shit together, otherwise his car is going to end up getting spray painted and flipped over. And, and burnt! Probably. Um, so, now, as you alerted me to something today, um, Colt's offensive lineman Matt Slauson Yes. He he played with two broken vertebrae in his spine. Yes. This week. Didn't yes. he didn't even know it. No. And he I guess the game. I guess if he would have gotten a hit, he could have been paralyzed. Could have
0: been very much paralyzed. I don't even think it had to have been a bad hit. He could have <laughs> just landed on his back the wrong way. Yeah. And it would have been a wrap. Holy shit. How yeah. did he find that out? I guess he was complaining about pains in his back. They after, went in like after yeah. the game? They went and took a look and was like what the hell? Jeez, yeah. man. Could you imagine <sighs> I don't I don't want to imagine it at all. I think that's pretty freaking scary because now terrifying. as a player, I would want to sit there and think, like, dang, I wonder what I got. Right. Right? Like I wonder what's going on that I'm not too entirely sure of that's taking years away from my life, from from my life or my existence or my job or whatever. Like it's it's a lot to take it. He played with two broken pieces of bone that go straight down the middle of his
1: back. That is nuts. That is nuts. Pure nuts. Um, so there's one more thing I wanted to talk about before we get into the picks. All right. Shoot away, my brother. Now, there's still currently two undefeated teams. Okay. The Chiefs and the Rams. Okay. We both know what their squad is looking like. Um, they're, they're both very talented teams. So going by the rest of the remaining schedule, do you think it's possible either one could go 16-0? Now – I know the Chiefs play the Patriots this week, so let's. Just, I, think the Chief,
0: I think the Chiefs are going to give. I think the Chiefs
1: are going to give Patriots some major problems. Okay, I agree, but let's let's just assume for the sake of this conversation that they win this week. No, I don't think either team is going to go undefeated. Where? So my next question is: Where are part of their schedule? If you could pull up their schedule, where do you see them taking the L? All because right. as, as I look at it for as far as the Rams go, though, I could see them losing I could see them taking their first L one, two, three, four weeks from now when they play each other when they no when they play the Saints in New Orleans. I could see that being a game. Or two weeks after that when they play each other. So, yeah. I so, so neither one's going to... So, one of them's not going to go undefeated, right. guaranteed. I can see the Chiefs losing to the Broncos.
0: They were... The reason why I say that is because that's your divisional foe. Right. So, there's always a little extra added to that game. hmm And to make things even more interesting, if it's not for that drive, not even the drive, that miraculous left-handed pass mm-hmm. that he did... Broncos uh, win Broncos that game. Yeah. So I think uh, that's <laughs> where the Chiefs are going to lose against the Broncos. Um, as far as the Rams are concerned,
1: let's take a look. I think the Rams have the better chance of going undefeated. They probably do. Even though their divisional games are tough, too. They struggled against the Seahawks this week or last week. This has been a struggle in general. Yeah, divisional games are so tough to, to predict because you just you never, They all know each other. You never know how things are going to shake. know each other. Yeah.
0: Um, Rams could potentially lose to the Saints. Rams could lose to the Packers. Yeah. And they could lose to the Chiefs. As far as everybody else on this list, I think uh, – I don't – I don't know, man. I feel like we're overhyping some of their strengths, Mm -hmm. right? And we're highlighting their defense and it's really their offense is carrying <laughs> what they got going on. And like that's why I kind of like that's the really, case with both teams, really. Yeah, that's why I kind of like saw that. See, but we saw that coming with the Chiefs though. We saw that coming with the yeah, Chiefs. Yeah, for sure. The Rams is the best defense put on paper. Now, here's what I'll say. They get a lot of turnovers, right? Because they're one of my fantasy defenses for fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Um, and they get a lot of turnovers. They'll get you points, but they allow a lot of points too. They allow a lot of points, not so much like a lot of yards, but they get scored on. I mean, if you really look at it, if you really, really look at it, they've beaten the teams that they're supposed to. Right. They, they got the Raiders 33 to 13 Rams, 34 to zero. And now here's where we kind of have a funny discrepancy. Chargers, 35, 23 Vikings, 38, 31 Seahawks, 33, 31. That's a lot of points. It's a a lot of points. So that's why I'm like, I can see them losing to the Packers. I can see them losing to the Saints. I can see them losing to the Chiefs. Shit, I I can even throw the Bears out there if they're going to continue balling the way they're balling now. That's true, too. So I I don't even see both teams even being 14-2. To okay. be honest, that's fair. The Chiefs have an easier road for sure. But I mean, yeah, yes. Chiefs Chiefs have an easier road. But the thing about it is that easier road doesn't matter because the Chiefs defense is not that good. Fair. Not as good as it used to be. Right. And it's it's a shame that that Kansas City's going through this because it's like they had the defense, but the offense wasn't keeping up. They finally get the offense that could keep up. And all the players that was making the defense great either got hurt or they left. Mm-hmm. So, this is an unfortunate chain of events right now.
1: Facts. But that's a
0: good that's, that's a good question, though.
1: Yeah.
0: That's a good question. I just though. wanted to ask
1: <laughs> while we still have both of them undefeated. <laughs> uh, that being said, then we can go right into our picks. We can go into the picks. So, week six in the NFL... Uh as far as the standings go, last week, um Dylan actually won the week. He went ten and five. Nice. Nels, you and I went nine and six. Nice. Um which brings the overall records to uh Nels is still in first at forty four and thirty-two. I'm in second at forty three and thirty-three, and Dylan's in third at forty one and thirty-five. So Dylan's slowly but surely Creeping up. He's catching up. And once again I have all of Dylan's picks already, so um I'll read his. So we have on uh, Thursday night football, the two and three Eagles at the one and four Giants. Um Dylan and I both take the Eagles.
0: Mmm. Mmm. I wanna say the I wanna say the Giants. But I'm 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 gonna go Eagles. Okay. Eagles been tripping up.
1: Yeah. Um the 2-3 Seahawks at the 1-4 Raiders. This game is being played in London.
0: Ooh.
1: Right. So they're both making the trip. They're both pretty much going the same distance, though. Um, but um, I'm going to take the Raiders in this one, I think. Yeah, I'm going to take the Raiders. Dylan's taking the Raiders. They're
0: killing me right now. That's a tough one. He's very tough.
1: Raiders. Okay. Um, the two and two Bucks at the one and four Falcons. Uh, Jameis is starting, so I'm going with the Falcons. Dylan's also going with the Falcons. What's the Falcons' record? One and four. Oh, they're overdue, Falcons. Yeah. The three and one Panthers at the two and two Redskins. Dylan's going Panthers. I'm going Panthers. Panthers. I think they're playing really well right now. Um, the one and four Colts at the two and three Jets. Dylan's going Colts. Um. Oof. I'm inclined to go Jets on this one. Oof. Yeah. It's gonna Oof. be. It's gonna be an ugly. It's gonna be an ugly game. Jets. The 1-4 Cardinals at the 2-2-1 two, two Vikings. Um, I'm going Vikings. Dylan's going Vikings.
0: I'm also doing Vikes, man. Hold on. Skull. Skull. Okay,
1: that's good. Skull. All right, we got it. We have the 2-2-1 two, two and one Steelers at the 4-1 Bengals. Bengals have been playing very well. Um, Dylan chose the Steelers. Remember, Le'Veon is not coming back until their Week 8 game. Mm. Um, I think I'm going to go Bengals
0: Ugh. on this at home. Should we go And Andy we trust? Tell me the records one more time.
1: Steelers 2-2-1. Two, two and one. Bengals 4-1. Last week, Steelers had a dominant win over the Falcons, and the Bengals came back from a 70 point deficit, scored 27 unanswered to meet the Dolphins.
0: Which gives them momentum going into this week. Mm. I want to say Steelers so bad. Steve, but, 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 Fontez Burfitt comes back. Sure. Shut up.
1: Bengals. The three and two Chargers at the two two and one Browns, Dylan went Browns. Browns. I'm going Chargers. I'm going Browns. Oh really? Yep. Oh, shocking. The two and three Bills at the two-and-three Texans. Dylan went Texans. I'm going Texans. Texans. Yeah, the Bills just have no weapons. Um, the three and one, da bears. Da bears at the three and two Dolphins. Uh, I'm going with the bears. I'm going with the bears. Da bears. Da bears. Bears. From Chicago.
0: Chicago with the bears. Uh,
1: the five and zero Rams at the two and three Broncos. Dylan's going Rams. I'm going Rams. Yeah, Rams. Okay. Uh 3 and 2 Ravens at the 3-2 Titans. Dylan's going Titans. I'm going Ravens. I'm
0: going Ravens. Um
1: the three and two Jaguars at the two and three Cowboys. I'm going Jags. Jag Boys. Sunday night football, the five and zero Chiefs at the three and two Patriots. Dylan's going Patriots. Obs. I'm actually going with the Chiefs on this one.
0: I can't go back on my own team, Patriots
1: Okay. And then Monday Night Football, the 1 4 49ers at the 2 2 1 Packers. Dylan's going Packers. I'm going Packers. Nels is going Packers. All right. That's it. Moving on to the NBA. N. The N. N. B.
0: A. A, A, A. The N-A-B-A-A-A. The B-a-a. 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 So we're close to the NBA season starting. Oh, yeah. Next Tuesday, the 16th. Next Tuesday. But in the meantime, between time, we ain't here for that. Only reason why we got this segment is because of one,
1: one Jimmy thing. Butler. One. Yo. Jimmy Butler's the man. He's, he's gone. A at, he's gone full Killmonger on, on the Wolves. He did. He snapped. He said, "I'm your king."
0: So, how much, What background information do you have so far,
1: Buddha? Uh, basically, I just have uh, the information that, um, let me see here, that he went to practice basically and called out his whole team. And then basically sunned all of them in practice, like, to their face, talking shit like, he can't do shit here, he can't guard me. And, like, as he was, like, shitting on all his teammates and outplaying them in practice, he told the coaches and everything like that, y'all need me, y'all fucking need me. Yep.
0: He's not. Did you hear about what happened in practice? Like, what exactly? Like, he beat the starters – yeah. With the third stringers, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, the only team that's really sitting here talking to, well, in talks of any kind of trade, is Miami. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting. Last week they tried to work it out, but the talks didn't go as planned and it fell through. So they're trying to do it again. Um, yeah, Jimmy Butler spats, bro. He did. Uh, well, I actually did. How do you feel about him doing that? Does that mean he's a coachable kid? Is I it think something he's,
1: to be concerned about? I don't think it's anything to be concerned about. Honestly, he expressed very clearly that he doesn't want to be on that team. And I agree with his reasonings why he doesn't want to be on that team because he feels like they're undisciplined and they're unwilling to, to learn and be disciplined right? which I think is actually a good thing um, because that's not his job to discipline his teammates Agreed. Um, so if his coaches aren't willing to do that then he wants to go somewhere that's going to be run like an actual team and that way they can be taken seriously in the NBA so I have zero issues with it I think if anything it makes all his other teammates look foolish
0: I I think that's what happens when you have a passionate player. Yeah. That's what's gonna happen. They're gonna let you know how they feel, especially if, if they feel like they're not getting what they were. mm mm-hmm. So I think that's one of them situations right there and hopefully he uh gets what he's looking for.
1: I hope so too. Yeah. I wanna see him on a on a winning squad.
0: Word. Word, word, word.
1: Makes everything more interesting.
0: It does. So, considering that you don't have a problem with it, I mean, you would do the same thing being an issue Would you blow up and start snapping in the middle of practice.
1: Oh, easily. Yeah. What? that just sounds like something I would do. Yeah. I'd be all for it.
0: And for the record, the Timberwolves with Jimmy Butler went 37 and 22. But without them, well, without him, they went 10 and 13. So, just let that sink in for a second. So, I mean, they need them, in my opinion. They should do what they got to do to try to keep them. Especially if they're not going to get anything in the the equivalence back. And it's pointless.
1: Of course they're not.
0: It's pointless. So, are we moving right along? We are. To the underrated bars of fame? Absolutely. Nice. I have a doozy for you guys. Ooh. This is from Logic on his um, second album, The Incredible True Story. Okay. I feel like that maybe came out in, like, 2010, 2011, but there's a song mm-hmm. on there called Lord Willen. Yep. I'm going to do the whole song for you.
1: Oh, okay.
0: All right. Okay. Here we go. Okay, now this is how I'm feeling. Lately, I'm like the villain. Because while they're on that other shit, I've been posting out here chilling. Lord Willen, I'll survive, but not like that. Nine to five. You notice that shit that you bump it in your whip while you drive? I've been living life and I hope that you do the same. Because if you ain't doing what you love, it's only you to blame. Mm-hmm. Come on, I've been through the game. By the time they know my name. By the time that they know my name. I've been down for the painless music. My Novocaine. Lord willin', we overcame. It's time to get over, man. I've been around the world and back and that's where it's all the same. And what I learned, a prophet don't do it for the prophet get. Well, my bad. And what I learned, a prophet, don't do it for the prophet. Go get off, check the topic, watch me drop it. Can you top it? I don't know. I've been at it on the low. Never did it like this here before. But I'm still here, and I just hope I'll make a difference, make a killing, Lord willing. Lord willing. Lord willing. Lord willing. willing. You're annoying. I tell him, hold on. And yet you know that I got to bring it back again. And I tell him, hold on. I don't understand what's happening. So I tell him, hold on. And yet you know that I got to bring it back again. And I tell him, hold on. (laughs) I don't understand what's happening. So I tell him, I guess I'm back at it. I ain't done. I ain't had it. If I was underground before, then this is me in my attic. For this rap shit, I'm an addict, but can't fuck with the dramatic. I've been busting my ass. They probably think it's automatic. Yes, sir. I've done this shit before. I'm like your baby mama, mama. I'ma tell them like it is. I'ma tell them like it is. Life ain't picture perfect. We use the negatives to develop. That's a line.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I'm well up. I'm way up. Nothing but net fuck the layup. I'm way up. Bitches losing calories out here jumping to conclusions. Can't fuck with their delusions, I'm on that one-on-one cruising. Okay, we're back in the day, I rap in a way, but no, not quite like this. Living like that in a way, guess you can say, made me want to write like this. Not quite like this on my level, I'm unique and I'm a rebel, like you listening, I hope that you're listening. This feels like it's summertime, waiting for the bus number nine through a city all alone, not a worry, not your phone. We just vibing, maybe flying around the world. Man, I hope you see the world and all of your dreams will unfurl. Just don't forget, and just never cash your pearl. Just don't never cash your pearl. Go out there and make a living. Take this advice that I'm giving, make a difference, make a killing, make a killing. Lord willing. Lord willing. Lord willing. You're so annoying. Lord willing. I tell them, hold on. And yeah, you know that I gotta bring it back again. And I tell him, hold on. I don't understand what's happening, and so I tell him, hold on. And yeah, you know that I gotta bring it back again. And I tell him, hold on. I don't understand what's happening, so I tell him, ladies and gentlemen, Lord willing, by logic, underrated bars a fan. Here we go. Um, he's a great artist. Yeah. by the way um, a lot of people aren't really fond of his content and and I hate when people sit there and say oh well it's the same thing over and over and over again I really hope y'all are not saying that and talking about like 75% of these rappers that you listen to that talk about the same content over yeah. and over and over and over again um, his newest album I think it's what Young Sinatra 4 mm-hmm. phenomenal yep has a song with the whole Wu Tang Clan. Yep, awesome. Yep, has a song called 100 Miles a Runner" with Wale. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Facts. Logic has got a lot of underrated bars of fame. I might have to revisit that artist for another time.
1: I concur. Yes, sir.
0: And uh, I think I'm done. All
1: right. Lord willing.
0: Lord willing. <laughs> okay. Lord willing.
1: Well... How about does it?
0: Yeah? Yeah, I think we did all right. I think we did pretty good, considering the elements. Because I'm not going to lie to y'all listeners, I'm tired. I'm really tired. I might have fell asleep like five times. Oh, boy. No? I think it was like a good two times, no?
1: Maybe maybe two.
0: Maybe two. I'm tired. And we still got this whole weekend to get right for our boy Enoch. Shout out to Enoch, one of our loyal listeners. I don't know if he's loyally listening this week, though. He's probably...
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's in wedding mood. Wedding mood. I think we'll let him off the hook this time around. It's all good because, you know, we got so many listeners. I mean, like... Yeah.
0: You know, one person doesn't matter, right? Not at all. Especially when it comes to the
1: dozens... And dozens.
0: ...of fans that we have.
1: It's not going to fuck up our algorithm.
0: Come on, baby. That's what I like to hear. So, with that being said... If they want to hit us up or send us any fan mail, which we have way too much of, but we'll still welcome it.
1: We can't really take any more, but I guess if they have to send it, they can email it to ballsportspodcast at gmail.com.
0: What about on Twitter? If they would just want to contact us or just follow the page.
1: Uh, Balls underscore podcast.
0: And what about on Instagram where they can watch some of our content and uh, maybe leave some tidbits for us?
1: Um, balls underscore sports underscore podcast.
0: Yes. Yes. And the music is on. Yes. Right now.
1: Currently. Yes. As we speak. It's currently playing. Your
0: oh, yeah. You already know what time. Oh, so said,
1: Did we just start the episode over?
0: Just, let's do it
1: again. Let's just do All it. Right, let's run it back. I mean, I can just delete it. All right. Ooh, Ooh, I bet you won't. I bet you won't. You fucking right, Alright then. Man. It's already late, but well, ain't, ain't getting no episode this week if that's again. Do
0: it again!
1: <laughs> oh, but I yeah. Would, I would cry.
0: Right? But yeah, I think I think I think we've completed our task at hand, man. Yay.
1: Yeah, shout out to us. Shout
0: out to us. Um so we appreciate y'all for listening, man. Y'all could be listening to any sports podcast in the world, but you're listening to us, and we appreciate y'all for that.
1: So just
0: make sure that you fuck with us, man. Alright, fuck with me. So we out. Bye, hoes. alright y'all little Scallywags. Lady look like a model, cause she like money. I'm so many downs, I think I'm probably cashing a hundred.